calling all gentle souls, the sensitive, the heart-centered, the helpers and healers, the creatives, the spiritual seekers, and yeah, we've probably got a lot of introverted homebodies up in this crew too. Listen, we've got to talk, because somewhere along the way, a lot of us confused our softness or smallness, but that's about to change. Welcome to Meek Not Weak, a podcast to support your confidence and clarity around the things that matter most. I mean, who says that kindness means diminishing your voice, needs, desires, and big dreams? Who says givers have to give all their power away? And who says a gentle soul can't be the brave captain of their own ship? Let's change the narrative around what it means to be soft-hearted. We're not going to change who we are, but let's be honest, we do need to grow a pair when it really counts. And we can, together. I'm Kimberly Eclipse. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this. Hey, heads up. This episode was recorded back when the podcast was serving type nines or peacemakers on the Enneagram, but stick around because it's filled with great advice for heart-centered, gentle souls just like you. Now let's dive in. Hey, what's up type nines? Welcome to the last episode of Let Your Nine Shine. What? I know, I know. I just got here, right? But it's only sort of the last episode of the podcast. And well, I'll explain. So there are a lot of changes coming for the show, as well as some key things that are staying the same. Um, Before I get to the nitty gritty of what's staying the same and what's changing, I want to take you back to where the idea for the show began, because then you'll understand a little bit better why it's on the precipice of its next evolution. Okay. So more than a decade ago, I was in grad school. I can't believe it's been 10 years, more than 10 years. And I was in grad school for mental health counseling. I was a counselor back in the day. And one of the first days of class as a getting to know you kind of exercise, our instructor was going around just kind of asking random questions like, what brings you joy? What makes you laugh? What, uh what creeps you out? Um, And so she would ask these random questions and then just select randomly a person in the class to answer that question. And so then she asks, what makes you mad? What makes you mad? And I did not want her to call on me, but of course she did. And I didn't want to call, I didn't want her to call on me because at the time I felt like nothing makes me mad. I'm so easygoing. I'm just really chill. And this is, of course, the younger me who was even less in touch with her anger than I am now. And of course, I didn't have knowledge of the Enneagram back then either. Uh, So of course, she picks on me and I'm like, ah, shoot, what what do I say? What do I say? And I end up saying that the thing that makes me mad or annoyed is when people criticize Oprah Winfrey and the Oprah Winfrey show, which is, it's such a bizarre answer to give. But if I'm honest, it was really true. That was something that it like struck a nerve with me. And the reason why is because, you know, even though I had always been on a pretty traditional career path up until that point, you know, I'd been a high school teacher and then a counselor. If I was really honest with myself, I wanted to do what Oprah was doing for a living. 
I wanted to have great conversations with inspiring people. I wanted my curiosity and my heart and, you know, just conversations about personal growth and spiritual growth and just casual down to earth fun to be at the center of my career and, you know, like my legacy as a person. So it was kind of embarrassing at the time to admit how connected I felt to her work because for, you know, for as many diehard fans that Oprah had and still has, she had a lot of haters too. She had a lot of haters who just didn't really get what all the hype was about, you know, like surrounding her show and, and her they didn't understand the ways that she was really up-leveling a generation of people, especially a whole generation of women. So, of course, she she was very polarizing, right, as most big celebrities and public figures are. But in my heart of hearts, my secret was if I had no fear, if the barriers were taken away, I would want to be doing something really similar to what she was doing. And so when people would criticize her, it felt like a criticism of me. So fast forward several years and, you know, I'm done with grad school. I'd been counseling for a little bit, but then I'm feeling this pull to make another change. I'm feeling like you know, this is not it for me. So I start thinking about creating a business and a lifestyle that is for once in my life, truly aligned with all my interests and my natural strengths. I decide that I want to create some kind of community or service for people who are like me, people who are gentle, tenderhearted, sometimes timid people who struggle with confidence, with being themselves, and with really shining their light and, you know, just being out there in the world. I wanted to work with people who had a similar wound that I had and a similar path for healing. So I decided that's what I wanted to do. I started journaling about it. I committed to it and I was like, yeah, this is it. I'm going for it. So soon after that, I discover the Enneagram and I discover that I'm a type nine, a peacemaker. And as I've shared before, and maybe you can relate, I was totally floored by what I was learning and how much I saw myself in that type nine description and how helpful all of that was. So I pivoted the topic of the show that I had in my mind and really narrowed and niched it down to specifically supporting type nines. So that's what I did. I came out with this show and I've been loving it. It's been such a joy and it really felt great. It's an incredible outlet for me. I love it. And even though it's such a joy, I have to say that it is only half of the kind of work that I want to do to serve others. It's only half of the type of impact I want to have in my career and just in my life. The other half is that I really want to work one-on-one -on -one with people through my particular healing craft or modality, which at one point was counseling, mental health counseling, but now is intuitive astrology and maybe even a blend of the two in some ways. So as I thought more about kind of bringing 
both of these ideas together, you know, this idea of having a podcast and having this media outlet, but then also working one-on-one with people, I was feeling like, yes, I do want to help type nines. And, you know, you guys are my people. You are so my people. I And I love the Enneagram community and I, that will never change. But I kind of want to broaden and expand um, the reach that I have so that I'm connecting with a larger group of people who relate to different aspects of our personality and our motivations, but maybe they haven't heard of the Enneagram yet, or maybe they're not a nine necessarily. Maybe they're a type two or a type four. So what does this all boil down to? What are the changes that are coming your way? Well, first, here's what's staying the same. We'll start off with that. Here's what's staying the same. So I'm still going to have episodes on this podcast that discuss all the topics that type nines probably want to hear about. So things like boundaries, trouble with confidence and letting yourself shine, um, navigating relationships as an adult, you know, marriage, friendships, parenting, um, also dealing with anger in a healthy way or self-care for people who are self-neglecting or self-forgetting. So that's definitely staying the same. The second thing that's staying the same is I'm keeping all the previous episodes that I've already recorded up. So, um, well, I will be editing them. I'll edit the intro and and kind of the theme song for each one, but they'll still be up for you to access if you ever want to listen back to those. Another thing that's staying the same is that I'm still offering Enneagram astrology readings for those who want to know what's beneath the mask of their Enneagram type and kind of who they are when they aren't being on autopilot, right? So I'm still going to be offering that type of astrology reading. Let's shift now to what's going to be changing. So first... I'll be addressing gentle souls as a whole, not just type nines. I'm talking about people who identify as being tenderhearted or sensitive or empathetic, spiritual seekers, just generally unassuming people with that kind of sweet nature, but who want to shine a little bit more, who want to really come into themselves and grow in that kind of confidence and clarity and courage. So they might be nines, they might be twos, they might be fours, they might be sixes, or they might not know what the Enneagram even is. So yeah, I'll be speaking more broadly. The second change that's coming your way is the title of the podcast is going to be changing. So I talked about my mission of wanting to elevate and up-level the lives of my fellow gentle souls, right? Helping people to move through life in a more fulfilling way, which is hard. It's so hard, as you know, um, to shine as a person who's used to being in the background or not wanting to make big waves, someone whose personality kind of gets steamrolled by the pace and the expectations of the real world. So the 2.0 version of this podcast is going to be called Meek Not Weak. Meek Not Weak. 
because, you know, our hearts and our voices might be on the soft side, yes, but let's not confuse our softness with smallness, okay? Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, okay, so as of next week on Tuesday, which is the next time I'll post an episode, the title Let Your Nine Shine will no longer be searchable in your podcast player. You'll have to search for the new name, Meek Not Weak, or you can probably just look it up by my name, Kimberly Eclipse. Okay, third change is I'm going to be posting episodes on a more consistent basis. Yay, go me. Um, consistency is hard for me. It's so hard, but I'm committing to every other Tuesday. Uh, it seems kind of random, like that's a random schedule, but that's just the rhythm that I know I can keep up with long-term and, uh, you know, keep up with alongside everything else that's on my plate right now. You know, my astrology practice is growing, getting busier, um, which is awesome. And then, my family's needs in this season of our life, they're hefty, you know, there's a lot going on. All right. The fourth big change coming is, well, speaking of my astrology practice, while I'm still offering Enneagram astrology readings, I'm also really eager to serve all gentle souls who maybe, you know, haven't heard of the Enneagram and want a more generalized astrology reading. In addition to more generalized readings, I'm also adding to the menu HSP astrology readings. So HSP stands for highly sensitive person. And there are whole books and communities out there where you can learn more about what an HSP really is. But if you identify already as an HSP, I can do special readings for you as well. Um, you can just go to my website, KimberlyEclipse.com to learn more about um, what I offer and all my services. So that's it. Now, just to wrap up, as a reminder again, you'll need to search for the podcast title Meek Not Weak if you want to tune into future episodes or to listen to old ones. But one thing, if you've already subscribed to this podcast, which if you have, by the way, thank you and yay. Um, if you haven't, why not? Go do it, please. This show in your feed will still pop up whenever I post a new episode every other Tuesday, but it's not going to show up as Let Your Nine Shine. It's going to show up as Meek Not Weak. All right, guys, it has been an eventful last few months for me. And let's face it, it's been pretty eventful the last few years for you and for the world. Oh God, I'm tired of change. Are you guys too? I'm chi I'm tired of change. I'm craving some stability, more just peace. I'm all changed out. No more changes, please, or at least um, not for a little while. The only thing I plan on changing regularly is my underwear. Every other Tuesday, every other Tuesday, a new pair of underwear will come out. No, I'm kidding, of course. New day, new underwear, people. That's what I always tell my seven-year-old son who, you know, he's at that age where he doesn't get it. But new day, new underwear. And with that, I'll say for the very last time, peace out, nines. 
Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Did you know that when I'm not recording this podcast, I'm a trained counselor turned professional astrologer. I help heart-centered, gentle souls like you get clarity around the hardest questions in life. Whether you want to feel more confident or clear around your career, relationships, or life purpose, learn more or book a reading at KimberlyEclipse.com or find me on Instagram. My handle is at Kimberly.Eclipse. See you there.